Welcome to the Wisdom and Wellness Parsha podcast, a weekly Eden Center podcast featuring Rabbanit Shani Tarragon with insights from the Parsha about women's health, relationships, mikveh and well-being. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center that is transforming the mikveh experience by educating women how to use mikveh as the natural platform it is to connect to women's health, well-being and healthy relationships. Support us at theedencenter.com. Rabbanit Shani Terrigan has been a leading force in women's Torah learning and in Eden's work, and we are honored to combine two of her passions, Torah education and empowering us about women's health and well-being. Without further ado, Shani. Hello and welcome to Eden's Wisdom and Wellness for Women Parsha podcast as we restart the Torah Mibrishit. This year, I'm looking forward to learning with you messages of wellness and Torah and wisdom that we learned from each Parsha. And therefore, I'm going to juxtapose on a weekly basis source material for those who would like to explore some of these messages further. We open up the Parsha with one of the fundamentals of faith that we recite every day, our belief that God not only created the world in the past, but who we don't just believe in a deistic God who created the world and left, but rather a theistic God who's involved in our world. We recite every day in our prayers. God renews the world every day. And this is an expression, as we see from the first chapter of Breshit, of God owning the world, creating the world. As Rashi says in his very first Pirush, quoting his father or his Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak, the entire world belongs to God. He's the creator, and therefore he can allocate which nation belongs to which land. And that's why Chazal teach us in Mesechad Avot, Perakavav, Mishnah Yud Aleph, Shamayim Va'aretz Kinyan Echad. God literally owns the world, something that we definitely see today more than ever. God controls, controls viruses, controls pandemics. We offer the Keter Meluchat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we say in Divrei Hayamim, Lecha Hashem HaGdula VaHagvura VaHatifperet Panitach Vahod. God is the ruler of the world, or as we said numerous times throughout the days of Yamim No Ra'im, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Mizmor Chaf Dalid, LaHashem HaAretz Umloa Tevel VeYoshviva. We see the significance of the world belonging to God, an idea that we have to internalize every day. But what does this have to do with wellness? What does this have to do with our responsibility in this world? Well, the first chapter of Parak Aleph precedes the second chapter, wherein we hear that the pinnacle of creation, namely man, the creation of man, is different than the creation of all the other beings in this world. After all, when it came to creating the different vegetation, God commanded the land in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yud Aleph. He said, Every fruit he created a model, basically, of the fruit that every fruit now is going to resemble. And the Eretz is going to give forth a fruit. As the Ramban explains, we see that God created Yesh Me'ayin. God created something from nothing, but then this is where evolution plays in. Then uh, there's going to be meiosis, mitosis, the development of more perot. And similarly, the next verse, seeds are going to, to uh, continue as well. And God uh, turns to, uh, whether it's the sea or whether it's the shamayim, and says, Yishritsu hamayim nefesh. The fish are going to come forth from the sea. Basically, there is a 
a model that's created from what Hashem had already created. The land, the earth, the waters are going to produce, and God tells them, continue to produce. But when it comes to the creation of man, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Chavdalid, Vayomer Lokim, Totsi Haaretz Nefesh Chayalamina, the land will create animals. But Vayomer Elokim, Naase Adam, Bitzalmenu Kitmutenu. But when it comes to the creation of man, that's when Hashem says, This isn't going to be the land creating or the waters creating. God creates man, shapes man, not in the image of land, not in the image of the basis of different organisms in the water, but rather bitsalmenu kidmutenu. We're created in the image of God. And that's why we have the control. We're supposed to go. And as Rav Salzweitschik explains, Adam 1 is the creative man. We're supposed to go and control the earth and the of Hashemayim. God created us. And this is what gives us our imperative to recognize that we are created in the image of God. And therefore, what does this go hand in hand with? If man is created in the image of God, then we have a responsibility to take care of not only the earth and the world, we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves. This week's Parsha is the basis of what not just women's, but mankind's health is all about. This is the basis of This is the basis for why we have so many mitzvot, such as not being able to keep a, a body hanging overnight. As the Gemara explains in Mesechet Sanhedrin, You can't leave any person, Jew, non-Jew, doesn't make a difference here. You can't leave them hanging because we're created in the image of God. And therefore people are going to say the king, God, so to speak, is hanging. The Mechilta tells us that's why even when a Kohen goes up the stairs, the ramp of a mizbeach lo tegale ervatcha alav. He has to wear his mechnasayim, and he can. He has to wear his his boxers basically underneath, and he can't go up on stairs. Why? So that his erva, his private area, is not revealed. And Chazal teach us in the mechilta that if the stairs, if the mizbeach, the stone, literally can see, and it would be an embarrassment. For the stone to see his erva, then kalva chomer. Ma imabanim she'im behem dat lo lo ra'av lo lo tava. Ma hakadosh baruch hu lo tenhag behem menhag bizayon. If we don't mock the uh, the stones, then kalva chomer again one another and certainly ourselves. That's why we are created not just as man, but we're created zacharu nekevab ra'am. God created on one hand man initially alone in order for us to recognize that we're like God. On the other hand, God said, We're not exactly like God. We have a responsibility to maintain the Tzalem Elohim. We have a responsibility to take care of ourselves as a reflection of the image of God. We have to 
Recognize that on one hand, as we recite in Tehillim, Ma enosh kitzkarenu, uven adam kitzkitenu. Who are we? And we're nothing. We're going to die anyway. Hevel havalim, as Kohelet tells us. We just read on Sukkot that life is uh, is evanescent, and man's life here is ephemeral. So why why take care of our physical selves? Because in Tehillim we continue when we hear, "Vatachasrehu meat me'elokim v'chavod v'hadar tatrehu." Because we're supposed to be like God. We are just a little less than God. We're created in the image of God. And therefore, we really do have a responsibility to take care of ourselves. That's why in Vayikra Rabbah, we hear of a story of Hillel. After teaching in the Beit Midrash, he left and his Talmuds and followed him. And they said, Master, where are you going? And he replied to fulfill a religious obligation. What's this religious obligation the disciples wanted to know? He replied, I'm going to the bathhouse in order to have a bath. And the disciples were astonished and said, is that your religious obligation? And he said, yes, because of someone who's appointed to scrape and clean the statue of a king that stands in the theaters and circuses, and he's paid for the work and even associates with the nobility. How much more should I, who am created in the image and likeness of God, take care of my body? We are all commanded in this week's Parsha to take care of our body because we're we're created in the image of God. And at the same time, the Torah tells us, don't let this get to your head. Again, you're created in the image of God, but not like the Greeks who became so anthropocentric. We don't believe that man is really the pinnacle of this world. Rather, we have to remind ourselves, Chazal tell us, that even a yitzush, even a mosquito was created before us, as we know from the famous story of Titus, who actually was killed by, by a mosquito. And this is the constant dialectic that we all feel. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs beautifully explains in his essay on Finnish Symphony that in the history of civilization, one question has proved hardest of all. As we just read in Tehillim, Perekhet, what is man that you should be mindful of him? What is it to be human? We are an infinitesimal speck in an almost infinite universe of a hundred billion galaxies, each with a hundred billion stars. We know, know that our lives are like a bare microsecond set against the almost eternity of the cosmos. We are terrifyingly small. I'm going to add, and we're so vulnerable to a tiny, tiny virus, yet we are also astonishingly great. We dominate the planet. We have ever-increasing control over nature. We are the only life form thus far known capable of asking the question why. Hence these two temptations that have faced Homo sapiens since the beginning. To think of ourselves as smaller than we actually are or greater than we actually are. How are we to understand the relationship between our mortality and fallibility and the almost infinities of infinities of space and time? And the answer, perhaps, is explained by Rav Simcha Banim who would always carry two different pieces of paper in his hand. On one hand, Bishvili Nivra Olam. I'm the pinnacle of creation. I'm created B'Tzalem Elokim. I have to take care of my body because I really am the image of God. On the other hand, literally in his other hand, he would carry around a piece of paper, Va'anochi Afar Va'efer, that I am the dust of the earth, that I am ephemeral. And therefore, I'm not going to let this get to my head. And I'm going to recognize that God does control, which is why I also have to recognize my vulnerabilities and do the best I can to prevent, prevent any disease 
as the Rambam tells us, we're told to be careful, to be engaged also in preventative medicine. We're not allowed to harm ourselves, nor are we allowed to harm someone else, again, because we're created and this doesn't just mean physical harm, it could also mean emotional harm. We can't, we can't curse someone else. We can't put someone else down. And these messages of the Parsha are so important. That's why we're warned. Don't eat from Etzhadat Tovara. Don't eat from the tree that's going to make you like God, as the Nachash says. And by eating from that tree, we basically were saying, yeah, we really do want to become like God. And we're told that we're not supposed to be Yodei Tovara. God is the one who determines the first day of creation, Vayara Lokim Kitov. But not when it comes to the creation of man. Rather, Lo Tov Hayot Adam Levado. We're not good. We're supposed to make ourselves good. We have to work on ourselves. And the best way to do that is definitely with a partnership. Lo Tov Hayot Adam Levado. We're supposed to work, work with our spouse, work with others. And what we find is that when we forget about our goals, our goals of being tov, our goals of working towards God without, without ever the audacity of thinking that we're like God. Chazal teach us that if you don't, if you don't bow down at modim, then your spine becomes like a snake. That snake in this week's Parsha who told mankind that we can be like God and that we're meant to, to be like God. And the answer is no, we're meant to be God-like but we're not meant to be like God. And this is the other message from the parsha: not only to take care of ourselves because we're created in the image of God, but to make sure that we recognize modim, that we recognize how vulnerable we are in the face of God. And therefore, I want to leave all of us with a message from this week's parsha. It's not only Shabbat that serves as a constant physical and spiritual rejuvenation to remember that Hashem created the world and that we're part of this. It's also our recognition of saying brachot. Every time we say a bracha, shahakol bidvaro, that everything is from God, we not only recognize our appreciation, we not only see the blessings and the value of gratitude, we also recognize our place and literally our raison d'etre in this world, which is to become God-like and at the same time realize how vulnerable we are. Perhaps if we take the message of saying our brachot with a, a little, little greater, greater sensitivity, perhaps if we do something this week for ourselves, and it can be an emotional taking care of ourselves that shows that we're really created in the image of God, then we will continue in fulfilling the raison d'etre, the whole point of this world, which is the recognition of man calling out in the name of Hashem. And we'll continue with this theme next week, Be'ezrat Hashem. In the meantime, Shabbat Shalom. Is there someone in your life that you want to honor? Someone who has helped you out or inspired you? Maybe it's a medical professional or a teacher or a yoetzet who went above and beyond to help you. Or a yard site or death that you want to mark. Please consider making a donation to support this podcast in honor of a special person in your life. This episode of Wisdom and Wellness was recorded by Shani Tarragon, music courtesy of Shimona Gottlieb, and is a product of the Eden Center.
If you enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback, sponsorships, and support. You can reach us at www.theedincenter.com. <laughs>